I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of On The Line. I am here with my friend Manal. I'm so excited to have her and she just revealed this is her very first podcast. I'm super, super nervous and excited at the same time. I keep taking people's podcast virginities. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just very welcoming to podcast noobs, but I'm like, get on the show. No, it's awesome. I'm super happy to be here. So I just want to talk to you because... As soon as I met you, I just absolutely loved you, as you know. And I want to tell everybody how we actually met. Um, Do you remember? Because my story is a little different. Well, I vaguely remember. Okay, so, well, my story was I'm a huge fan. And (laughs) (laughs) I worked really closely with Lancome. And the PR team there was like, oh, my God, we work with her all the time. She's super awesome. You're both Canadians. I need to introduce you because you're new from Canada. You can make new friends. You're in the same sort of like job environment so this would be perfect and you guys are exactly the same yep and introduced to you we kind of hit it off perfectly thrown into the pool actually because we just we we didn't just meet we like spent an entire day together yes so I remember one of the PRs from Lancome her name is Mo she was like you are going to be obsessed with Manal like seriously you guys are like the same person you're gonna (laughs) have so much fun together and then she's like well do you want to film all day with her and this was like the day of the BAFTAs or the mm-hmm. day before? The day before, I think. And I was like, okay, cool, let's do it, let's do it. And we literally had like the busiest day filming yeah. together, but we banged it out. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really fun. Um, so how would you introduce yourself when people are like, oh, what do you do? Who are you? What do you say? It's crazy because I don't know where to begin. I usually would say beauty blogger because that's kind of where I started with beauty tutorials. And then it kind of turned into like a lifestyle thing. So I would say lifestyle, beauty, fashion, and soon-to-be mom blogging oh you're gonna be a total mom blogger totally I already started what what is a mom blogger like what do you talk about like the type of strollers you're gonna buy and yeah what's good about this what's good about that breast pumps lots of breast pumps breast pumps (laughs) yeah it's crazy you've been doing a lot of research on breast pumps yes there's a breast pump that you could just stick into your bra and it makes no noise and you go about your day and it's pumping throughout the day how crazy is that what is I mean I guess you don't know but what does it feel like to pump your breast I have no idea 
I'm gonna feel like a superhero cow or something. Oh my gosh! I love do you it. know if it's a boy or a girl? Or you're I not do. Oh, are, I'm you, so excited. are you revealing it? Or? I'm revealing it. So okay. soon to find out. Okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I'm not getting that much goss on this episode. <laughs> so you've been in a very long relationship. I've actually met your husband. Mm-hmm. He's really nice. Aww, he's, he's literally lovely. like the nicest person ever. So I can tell that's well. Can I tell that story? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I was gonna. I am renovating my apartment, and I think it was like last summer. I was like, or something like that a few mm-hmm. months ago, I was like, I need to redo my kitchen and I don't know what to do. I was like, Manal, well, I need your husband in my life and he needs to help me. <laughs> and he came over and he was going to fix it. And I was like, okay, that's actually really expensive yeah. and I <laughs> cannot afford that right now. But he was really, really nice and came over and helped me out with that. So how long have you guys been together? So we've been together for about, I think, six years. I think I've been saying six years for the past two years, <laughs> but we've been together for six years, married for four and a half. Yeah. And yeah, we met online and like not on your average dating app. We met on Twitter. Oh, you met on Twitter? Yeah. Via Game of Thrones hashtag. Hilarious. Yeah. It was trending worldwide and I clicked on it and his tweet was like the third one down. Oh my god. Yeah. And he was a total stranger and I slid into his DMs. But so I made the first move. Whoa, girl. Technically. I know. But I didn't know he was a dude. I just had questions about Game of Thrones. And then we happened to just hit it off. And I was just super freaked out of the fact that he was not from Toronto and he was from the UK. Yeah. And we were both Muslim and we both had like very similar upbringings and things like that. And we just had we just hit it off right away. Um, But we were friends at first. So the only excuse we had to talk to each other was Game of Thrones. So how did you actually get to meet in real life? Oh, he did the totally like like movie ro- romantic comedy thing, and he like flew in halfway on the world for my birthday, and it could have ended two ways. All right, were you nervous? I didn't know it was happening. Um, he just Facetimed me once, and he was just like, "I'm outside. It's your birthday. No. Surprise!" Yeah, and I was with two friends, and one of them was like, "What the hell? Call the cops!" <sighs> like, what a creep. You it- had no idea he was coming. No idea. Yeah. Had you FaceTimed and Skyped and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I knew he wasn't a catfish for sure. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, f- totally. Um, That was my main thing. I mean, he could have catfished me with the height, but that's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. And then were you just like, what am I going to do, move to the UK? And so we kind of hit it off. And the first time he met me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to marry you. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, this guy's insane. I love it. <laughs> and that's it. Um, He was like, he was serious. He came back a few months later. And at that point, we were talking for about two years. So I I, th- I had a good idea of what he was like yeah. as a friend. Yes. Flaws and all. And him, me as well. So it kind of worked out for me because I knew if I wanted to be with him. It was just a matter of chemistry yeah. in person and seeing if we kind of like, if, if the vibe was still there. And yeah. it was. So it worked out perfectly. And then... How did you get to come over here then? So he proposed. We had an engagement slash nikah, which is like uh, in Toronto. Oh my god! Yeah, he did. Like eight months later, he asked my hand. Um, he went to my family, and they were totally like, "Yes, take her, please." <laughs> uh, <laughs> my parents are like Muslim hippies, by the way. They're not, That's so cute. They're not like your average Muslim family. Um, and then yeah, we hit it off. We had an engagement, and then I flew in two years later after I finished my nursing degree. So. It kind of just worked out. Yeah. And then you moved in together when you moved here, obviously. Yeah. And, and now you've got a cat. Now we have a cat. And now you have a baby. A baby. Up. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> have you had any weird pregnancy cravings? No. Um, other than anything sweet or juices, I have none. 
I feel like I should, though, because I want to take advantage of it now. Absolutely. But I have none. I feel like I'm just going to try to convince myself I do. Okay, so you moved over here, and is that when you started doing your blogging stuff? Uh, no, I started about six years ago on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. While you were doing your nursing yeah. stuff? Yeah, while I was a student. And then I kind of made it a full-time thing once I moved here and realized how right. long it would be for me to actually pursue nursing halfway in the world. So Yeah. Is that a different situation? You can't just be a nurse over here? Yeah. You got to do like tests and stuff. And right. It's just a long process. Okay. So I wasn't into that. What does your family think of the beauty blogging stuff? They had no idea what it was. Right. They just knew I was in front of a camera talking in my room on top of like, like I had boxes, shoe boxes as a tripod. Yeah. And I would just film all my tutorials. My mom did not understand it at all. Yeah. Until I'm about two years ago when I was on a billboard in New York City. And she oh was like, God. what? This is taking you places? No way. I had no idea all this time. And I'm like, yes, mom, all these hours. Were you always good at doing makeup? Yeah. Uh, no, actually. I started in high school, grade 9, 10. I used to do girls' makeups in the bathroom, their eyeliner and stuff. And then it kind of just picked up from there. You know when people gas you? Yeah. And they're like, wow, you're amazing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm finally good at something. I, what? So and cool. I just pursued it. What do you, like what does makeup do for you? Because I know what it does for me. I feel like it helps my confidence and I also just think it's fun. Mm -hmm. But like what is it about makeup and beauty that you love so much? I think it's pretty generic for everybody where it just makes them feel good, but also you can kind of experiment and express yourself through yeah. different makeup looks. Yeah. One day I want to wear like a lime green eyeliner and one day I want to keep it super fresh and simple. So yeah. like I just, today. it's like another version of, ex oh, I'm like, girl. looking at your makeup, it's just so natural and you've got those little freckles drawn oh, on. Thanks. So it's cute. totally not natural, <laughs> but thank you. Um, it's just about expressing yourself, I think, which is the most exciting bit. You wake up in the morning and you express how you feel through makeup. That's true. Or like this morning I woke up and I was like so tired and my skin is breaking out and I was like, you know what? I just need to... Where? Your skin is... Ap you no, have like the most amazing skin, especially in person. You guys have to really see her skin in person. It's <laughs> Everybody's flawless. saying that, but actually I'm having so many skin issues right now. And it's it's honestly like so stressful. And I know I'm just I cover it up. But like I, I don't know what is going on, but I have breakouts all over the bottom half of my face. And I've seen like two dermatologists and like all these people and like nobody knows what the situation is. Your skin looks flawless. Well, thank you. But, but it's the it cosmetic CC then. cream, honestly. <laughs> so speaking of products, what I know this is a boring question, but I actually like this question. What like what do you really, truly love? Like what are your the products that you really love? Like I love the Chanel cream bronzer. Like I literally every time I use that, I'm just like, oh, this is so good. Um, I think my go-to product, well, a radiance cream, a radiance uh, by Bobby cream. Brown. So they have a new one that's called, uh, glow, golden glow. And it's like a radiance pump. Is it a pump? Yes. Yes. I okay, freaking love that. I use it every single day. Okay. I mix it in with my moisturizer and a really good moisturizer. Um, Aven has a really good one called rich compensating cream. And it's mm -hmm. literally like you're bathing your skin in butter. It feels so good. You look like a goddess right now laying on my bed <laughs> with your pregnant tummy. It's so cute. I love you. Okay, so this is a call-in show, and I wanted to get a couple questions from the audience. So let's play the first one. Hello. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I noticed that both Vanel and yourself moved your entire lives from Canada to London. You guys have had time to adjust and really see the social and cultural differences to live in both countries. What advice would you give to those that move their whole lives to different cities and are starting fresh? I'm moving to New York this coming September to complete my master's at NYU. I also received a scholarship too, which I'm really happy about. I would love to hear both of your thoughts. Thank you. My name's Lakshmi. You were here longer, so maybe you should go first because I would benefit from your advice. Well, how long have you actually lived here? Uh, almost three years. Okay, okay. So yeah, I, it's actually so cool, I think, that we have that in common, that we're both from Canada and we've both moved over here. Um, you're married. I'm not, but let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when I moved, I was so young. I was 19, and it was literally terrifying. Actually, at the time, when I was actually getting on the plane, I wasn't so scared. It was more like a couple weeks after. I was like, wait, I can't just like go hang out with my mom and my brother and my family and my friends. Like, I really, truly felt so lonely and so alone. And actually, we, we went out for lunch one day and we kind of bonded over that mm-hmm. because you just are starting over and mm-hmm. nothing feels familiar. Do you agree? No, I completely agree. And I think it's super admirable, the fact that you did that at 19. Um, I mean, I had leverage, I had Amir to kind of help me feel grounded and stuff, but that is incredible that you did that so early on. Um, I think that's where we both kind of agree where it is very lonely. It's great fun for the first six months. You're like, yay, I'm on a vacation. This is amazing. And then when it registers that you're actually not around your mom as much and your lifestyle is completely different and it's just not easy, you, you kind of feel like you just want to go back. Yeah. Did you ever want to go back? I had two years to prepare. So the engagement period between the engagement and the marriage period was me in in uni really trying to absorb the fact that I'm leaving. And that two years really helped me because if I didn't do that, everything would just be a a big shock for me. And I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have had a good time adjusting to this new lifestyle where I took the two years to literally like focus on my good energy and the idea of me and picturing myself living in London and the different environment and being away from family. So I think if you if you know you're about to live abroad, the first thing I would suggest is really absorbing that information mm. and trying to prepare yourself as best as possible. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I, I did not do that at all. First of all, I was 19 and thought I knew it all. Knew nothing, by the way. <laughs> knew nothing. And um, I decided to move, I think, three weeks before I actually moved. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I basically got the visa three weeks and then I packed my stuff and moved and I moved with two suitcases. That's crazy. Isn't I had two they? years and I feel like I'm, I still wasn't fully prepared. Yeah. But I don't think you can ever really be prepared until you're here and you're like, wait, there's no sun mm-hmm. ever. I know. I know. <laughs> but have you made a lot of friends here and stuff? Sort of. I mean, it's really hard to make friends doing the things that we do because yeah. our job is usually at home filming content and things like that. So I find it very hard to find friends that I can really relate with. Yeah. And also sarcasm. I still haven't gotten that down. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I'm so I believe everything. <laughs> the amount of times these people like make, you know, sarcastic humor jokes and I, and I, I so believe it. <sighs> And then six months later, I was like, what do you mean? That was, you were joking? Hilarious. <laughs> well, what do you love about London? Because it's actually now my favorite city in the world. I love how there's always something to do. Yeah. It's it's such a, it's so small, but yet so big. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love it. I love the culture. I love how it's history rich. Um, I just love traditions about it and how they're, they're, they're so old, but yet still so important to everyone here. Yeah. And I admire that so much. I love that. What too. about you? Yeah, that's what I love about it as well. And it, exactly. I think everything still feels like a movie to me. Like <laughs> everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, there's a phone box. There's a double decker <laughs> bus. Like I'm not over it. But yeah, I think the fact that there is always something to do. And like I grew up in a pretty smallish town. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I always wanted to live in a big city. And yeah, I don't know. And I love the people here. Yeah. I love the people so much. I think yeah. they're hilarious. But, um, yeah. Okay, let's get to the next question hi estee this is cassidy i'm a longtime fan of yours um i wanted to ask you something that i've kind of wanted to ask you specifically for a while so um i'm american um but i'm living in london right now and i'm I'm a student getting my master's and luckily i've been able to live here with a, a student visa but soon once i'm done with my master's i'm gonna have to get a job and get you know a working visa and i know obviously you're canadian and you've lived in london for a while so i would just love to hear kind of how you maneuvered that logistically um how did it work for you what was the visa process like? Um, I don't know if that's a boring question, but I think it could be relevant to a lot of people because I know a lot of people, especially, you know, in their 20s or so, are trying to figure out how to um, live in another country. And um, I would just love to specifically hear about what it was like for you uh, moving to London. So thank you. I personally get a lot of questions about the visa process. Mm -hmm. People are really interested in the visa stuff, but I feel like it's different for everyone's situation. Mm Mm-hmm. So you obviously got types. married. Yeah, I had the marriage visa. Right. Um, but I took long. Like, I was, quote unquote, visiting. And, you know, you have a six-month gap for you to visit. Yeah. I utilized that maybe, like, the first year before I actually got my visa. Right. Um, which was a little difficult because traveling in and out, they're like, how long are you staying? And you're like, uh, I live here, but, uh, you know, yeah. I'm visiting. Uh, so I used that for a bit because I was going back and forth quite often. And then when I got my marriage visa, it actually came in within a month and a half. I did it in November and the process was kind of long because they wanted a history of everything. They wanted conversations. They wanted to make sure it was a real relationship so, which is good because I had conversations for like three years yeah. prior um, and marriage pictures and everything. So, I mean, it depends on the type of visa that you you go and you get. But 
sometimes it could be a little tricky especially if you do it during the winter time because that's when it's really busy because of christmas and everybody wants to visit their family and things like that the home office is honestly the worst place on earth Mm -hmm. it's very hectic and if you fill out the form wrong they could reject it yeah. just by like a little mistake. So if you are going to apply for a visa, I would suggest doing it properly, yeah. getting feedback. And if you know any, is it a solicitor? Yeah. Yeah. If you know any solicitors that can look over your form, help you with the process, if you know anybody that can kind of just guide you through it before you send it in, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's also something that I was, what I used, it was called the Youth Mobility Scheme Visa. I don't know if you've heard of that, Mm -mm. but it's a visa you can get as a Canadian um, where if you're under, I think it's, you have to be under 30 or something like that. And you can get a two year visa to like hang out in the UK basically for two years. But then it's, I think it says after that visa, you're not supposed to apply for another visa or something like that. Like Uh, it's really like whatever. Somehow I did get it, but everybody always asks what I'm going to say. I got the unmarried partners visa after that. mm Mm-hmm. And then I had that for a while. But anyway, now I have indefinite leave to remain. I always get um, comments like, what's going to happen when you have to go back to Canada? I'm like, (laughs) I have a visa, people. Like, I'm actually looking to um, get my citizenship. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it's been a while, so you could have gotten it five years in, right? I could have got it. But yeah, it's just like one of those things. It's like, oh, God, do I have time to be getting my citizenship right now? (laughs) But I should definitely do it with like Brexit and everything. I'm like, I should probably just get that. Yeah. And we should have a little party for you. Yeah. We should definitely have a British party. But then I'm like, (laughs) is is this where I want to settle? Like, that's my next question. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you going to stay or what's going on? Everybody always asks me like if I'm going to stay in the UK. I mean, before. I was like of of course I'm gonna stay in the UK like this is where like you know my boyfriend and Mm -hmm. my dog and my all my friends and stuff but now I mean I still have my dog obviously but it's a bit different I don't know I feel like I'm a little more open to maybe moving somewhere else but I love the UK I do not know why I I've spent my entire 20s in the UK Mm -hmm. that's a long so it actually feels more like home to me than canada i wouldn't want to live in canada yeah um yes because when you're like in your teens you're you're used to a lifestyle but have you really like went out and lived your own life exactly no you haven't and what would be the next place you'd you'd move if you were to move anywhere i would love to either live in new york or la Uh, okay but i don't even think i want to live in new york because i spend so much time there because i just love it there so much Uh And even after like a couple of weeks, I'm like, oh my gosh, this place is just like too much. It's so busy. It's so hectic. Yeah. There's always something to do. Yeah. People have dinner there at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. What's with that? I mean, they don't, it doesn't sleep. The city does. does not sleep. That's what I love about it. I know. You can walk around at 2 a.m. and I mean, everybody's doing it. I know. You're not in a dodgy alleyway. Well, there are dodgy alleyways <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. Um, with dodgy people, but <laughs> no, I think but I yeah, love New York. It's interesting though, because I really do feel like I could move anywhere and start over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any ties anywhere anymore, except obviously Reggie, mm. who oh, I he's, love. He's so majestic. He's so majestic. <laughs> That's the word everyone always uses. Really? I'm like, yes, he is. He's like a magical creature. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love New York and I love LA so much. I want to spend more time there do you see your i can't i don't i don't really think la is a place where you would i would live yeah everybody says that 
because especially because everything shuts down so like you can't go out at night yeah it's really dangerous and then during the daytime it's so Is beautiful it yeah my friend lives there she's visiting me actually and she just she's leaving this morning and um she was saying how she doesn't go into the city at night right because it, it just as soon as the city turns off it's like really dodgy oh my god but in the daytime it's absolutely incredible and there's so much sun and yeah unless you live in like orange county which is a more family-based area well anyway who knows but my <laughs> i've seen a bunch of psychics and they all say i'm gonna end up in la really which is crazy to me because i i've only been there a couple times and i don't really know that many people there I don't know. What, what do you think about psychics? Uh, I, I feel like they, they play on little things. Okay. And then, it's, you know, it's, it's very broad, broadly answered, okay. but yet still like... You're not into it. I, I, I'm not into it. I don't think it's a, like, I don't know. But that's just me. I'm very skeptical of okay, a lot of things. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So, so wait, what... So did you like the results that they were telling you? Like, Well, I get Reiki done okay. a lot. Okay. Do you and know what's about that? Reiki? No. It's like, I'm actually going right after I do this podcast with you, <laughs> which is why I was like, can you not be late? Because I have an appointment uh, with my spiritual healer. Um, no, but it's, it's, I did a whole podcast on it. So you can listen to that, but it's more of like a spiritual situation. She listens oh. to your energy. She kind of meditates you down and she like dials into your spirit basically. Interesting. And so many things that she said to me are so weirdly accurate that I cannot even explain. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I always like to see her when I'm feeling a bit like unsettled, when I'm just like unsure. And I'm like, because I am so anxious as a person. I'm like always a million steps ahead, which means I never actually get anything done. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always like to see, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it just helps me calm down a little bit. I love when people's energies kind of like bring you back, especially when you're talking and yelling and you're super like, and someone's just so calm and positive. It just, and you get, you have that vibe with you. You have that vibe with you. <laughs> I have that vibe with me. You are so <laughs> calm. Really? I want you to be like my second mom. This is the first I have ever heard this in my entire life. Oh my God. Your voice is so soothing. And like, I just want to take a nap with you. I think it's just because I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm, no I'm trying to conserve all my energy. Okay, so I want to talk about body confidence mm-hmm. and self-esteem. What What are your thoughts and opinions on that? Have you always been a confident person? Um, growing up, I was very, very naive. I was actually like overweight and a lot of people would tell me I'm overweight and comment on my looks. But because of my naiveness, I didn't see it. I would yeah. be like, what do you mean? I'm Beyonce. When really I was like a size 14 at like 12. <laughs> but um, no, I, I did when I was in my teens because... I was a lot more. I I turned into my hips expanded, my boobs got so big so much earlier on than everybody else. So I did feel like very body conscious. Um and then I'd get bullied about certain things, so I because I was super tall as well. Um so yeah, self-love was the number one thing that I try to teach myself and I haven't even fully gotten to the point where I want to be, but I feel like self-love is one thing that heals it all when it comes to like even um independence with making decisions just like relying on yourself being confident loving yourself that's one thing that I think my entire 20s I've been focusing on and I've been getting better and better with it but so you think that like becoming more independent helps with your body confidence um yeah mentally yeah for sure yeah I think so too which is really interesting yeah I mean I I know even like this past year and a bit like I 
felt like I was just like a little fish in a brand new pond and I was like <laughs> trying to fix my dishwasher by myself and I was like well I don't know how to do this yeah <laughs> just even those little things where you have to take charge of your own existence mm-hmm. I don't know it makes you more confident which makes you more confident in every aspect yes I completely agree which has been interesting so it's and cool you don't notice that. it until you practice it yeah like, and then you start to see a difference in yeah. your confidence and how you speak to others yeah and how you communicate and your eye contact and how you love yourself in the end of the day it's crazy how all these little steps yeah you take so when you walk down the street do you feel damn I look so good right now I mean right now I feel like uh, a whale but that's just you know <laughs> due to the circumstance of the pregnancy but um yeah I I tend to never bring myself down like if okay. I'm about to say oh I feel like this I stop myself completely even though I feel it because I, I don't want to speak it into existence the more I say it out loud the more I feel like it affects I believe it and yeah. it affects my the way I perceive myself Honestly, you're so right. I, even this morning, I don't know what's going on with me, but like, I'm just feeling weird in my own skin lately. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh God, I just don't feel right. I don't, I mean, I'm on my period. Mm -hmm. That explains a lot. Yeah, for sure. I literally looked in the mirror. I was like, I can't deal with this. And I was like, exactly what you just said. Just stop. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Even if you don't believe it. Yeah. Why is it helping you by saying, oh, I hate my hair today. I hate Mm -hmm. my skin or whatever. Yeah, it even if you think decisions. it's just like you're you're speaking out lies and yeah. you don't think that your hair looks amazing, just by practicing that and saying it out loud. Mm. And also the way you perceive yourself has a big impact on how others perceive you. Okay. So like if you have like, like if you're confident with yourself and you're okay with your hair, people are like, you know what? Yeah, your hair is actually really nice. It's but true. if you start pointing out things like, oh, it's so frizzy and this and this and that, yeah. people start to see those like qualities as well even if they're not really there are you saying my hair is frizzy no (laughs) because it really is no no it's perfect actually you're the honestly the way you pull off a bob i don't think i've ever seen you not in a bob and it's incredible like i I don't want to see you in anything but a bob i want to talk about how the internet has affected your life and i know i i actually hate talking about trolls Mm -hmm. because i hate eating them yeah but how like how do you actually deal with that does it affect you do you care do you just let it roll off you has a comment ever really got to you definitely definitely I feel like it used to get to me a lot more yeah um and I think it gets to my sisters more than me because they would like troll them back and I'm like you can't do that your full name is on your name like (laughs) you can get harassed uh but they're the first ones to be like don't say that no 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 and like take my back but no I I, I, I just picture the person trolling me. Yeah. Someone just going through something really sad in their life. And it's nothing personal. It's yeah. just what they think of me or what they think I am. And they don't really know me. Um, so I, I try not to take it personally, but I do get comments where they really bug me. And I'm like, what do you mean you think my smile's fake? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. If that's, what's a real smile if you think this is fake? Like, you do, do you know what I mean? And you start getting upset and worked up, but. I've had those comments too where it's like, that's not her real smile. She's dead behind her eyes. <laughs> and it will literally be the, a day where I'm like having such a laugh. Yeah. And I think what is so interesting is that people who are doing that, they just don't know yeah. anything about what's going on in somebody's life. Yeah, for sure. Obviously they can speculate and we put our lives out there and all of that. 
but I just think it's funny how sometimes how inaccurate it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like I get a lot of people being like, oh, she's dating this person or she's dating that person. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally never dating the people that they're talking about. <laughs> and it's just it's funny how wrong sometimes they can get it. But also sometimes they can hit a nerve. Yeah, they really can. But, you know, there's two different types of negative comments. And the ones that we mostly get are the ones that are not a personal attack to the character that you are, mm-hmm. but just what they think you are as Estee Lavon on Instagram, right? right? And the ones that are in a personal attack are the ones that really hurt. Like, like, like God forbid we get a death threat or something right, like that. Right. That is like a personal attack on you. or the, yeah. But more of like the brand image is what is that's why i kind of just brush it off because the content that i create is 100 percent authentic but then the personal parts of me that i do the good things that i do that i don't really show on camera is not on there i put what yeah. i want to put which makes it a lot easier for me to feel comfortable with the camera mm-hmm. and then that helps me open up more but i mean have you ever really spoken to a troll no i have who i've spoken to a couple what on internet on the internet yeah like I've sent them a DM and I would just I'd speak to them. What do you What do you say? <laughs> Why do you think this way? What's going on? And it's most of them have to do with attention, um, or just l- lack thereof of whatever they feel like I have and they don't, and they're just upset with their own lifestyle. So you say, "Hey, why do you think this way?" And then they're yeah, they become nice to you or. Like ninety percent of the time, they've become really nice, and they're like, "Yeah, I've just been having a really shit day, and I'm looking for any excuse to like troll people." Wow. Yeah. So, do you think that when people troll like influencers, if you want to call it that, they get like a release of like? Definitely. Okay. Because you're behind a screen, you can you you you're typing and you're bringing someone down, but it also if you're feeling down, you're not alone. That person will also feel down, and it gives you a sort of comfort right um well that's kind of the vibe that i get when i do question why and i, right. I kind of just kill them with kindness oh my and gosh. they just feel You're super shit about themselves for saying these horrible things and yeah they just become a proper follower and i'm just like appreciate the support but let's try to keep it positive it is really funny though like when my actual real life friends and my family and stuff they'll see like a mean comment and they're like they don't even know you <laughs> like you would never even do that or yeah. think that or look at your life that way so anyway it's really funny so we've got one more question from a listener let's roll it hey Estee, my name is randy and i am from alberta canada i work with youth ages 6 to 12 and we're starting to teach them about internet safety um just in after school programming and i know one of the number one things is we try to tell them to watch what they post on the internet because it can never be deleted um With that being said, I had a child ask me the other day, um, with this 10-year challenge that's happening for all their siblings, and some of them, because they're about 12, um, if people are posting it just so that they can get pictures of them when they're younger, so they can bully them, um, and what kind of our outlook was on it as adults. So with that said, I was curious to know what you guys think and also the best advice you would recommend to youth that are starting to become more on the internet, you could say. Well, I will say I when I first started my channel, I was 19 and I really didn't understand that everything you put out there is there forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't it's not that I get embarrassed But, like, sometimes I wish I could just start totally fresh Mm -hmm. as the almost 30-year-old woman I am now, not Mm -hmm. as the Mm 19-year-old 
person you know yeah but it's there forever but when you were growing up did you just post whatever you wanted online no i think also i because i wore the hijab it's it's something that i want to represent i represent muslim women automatically and there's so many stigmas out there of what muslim women are like they're oppressed or this and that so i felt like i had a responsibility to not make myself look like a fool on the internet because i wear a hijab and it's like a physical symbol of a muslim woman so that helped guide me into being like appropriate (laughs) but still expressing myself which was I think I would be a lot more uh, like wild if I didn't wear my hijab and I was on I wouldn't really care but the physical responsibility and the the symbol of me wearing the hijab was something that helped make content that I wouldn't regret in the future right um and it kind of because it is a way of life and it helped guide my way of life so in that in that aspect I was really grateful that I did wear the hijab and I did do what I love because it was like a constant reminder of let's set a good example for other Muslim women and would still be me I actually read an article I think it was Elle magazine that you were in mm-hmm. um and you were kind of talking about representing Muslim women and yeah. stuff. it was a really cool article thanks are there a lot of Muslim women beauty bloggers yeah yeah there, there are yeah I was reading that article and I was like this is so cool yeah it was an awesome awesome like and you me. looked gorgeous in that shoot oh they did an incredible job you yeah. should have seen what I looked like walking in yeah <laughs> Um, no, it was an, <laughs> such an amazing experience. It was the USL team and they came in, they flew in and they did me and Dina Tokyo yeah. and Amina and it was just incredible to be a part of that. But yeah, but they, they basically shined a light on hijabi Muslim yeah. beauty bloggers or bloggers in general. Um, and yeah, I think it really helped with stigmas and like misrepresentation and people that don't really know what the scarf is and yeah. what kind of lifestyle we lead. Well, I assume when you were growing up, you didn't have a lot of people in the media wearing a scarf. Never. Like, you know, to look up not, to or anything Not in like Canada that. or not no. in the Western world, for sure. Yeah. Because that wasn't the norm. But now when you go to Toronto, you see billboards with, like, women in hijab and men in turbans. And it's so diverse. It's yeah. incredible. Do you get a lot of younger girls, like, saying that they look up to you and that it's amazing to see you doing what you're doing? Yeah, which makes it worth everything that I do. Wow. Especially when I'm... Like, I'm a plus-sized woman. I wear a hijab. I I feel like a lot of women identify with me. And when they see me on ads and billboards and stuff, which is not that often, but when I am, it feels like they've sort of succeeded and Mm -hmm. they feel more comfortable in their skin and feel more comfortable wearing the scarf, which everyone should feel comfortable in what they do and with the lifestyle that they practice. And, yeah. And also, I find that my followers are... A wide different range of people from all over the world either it's people that absolutely have never seen a hijabi and have no idea what that means and they're just curious about my lifestyle or people that look exactly like me and lead the exact same lifestyle so it's crazy I can ramble for days you should stop me (laughs) but what do you think people are coming to your like if people are curious about your lifestyle as you say what do they think they're gonna find that's the thing you hanging out at home with your cat I know but they wouldn't (laughs) expect that they what do they expect I have no idea but it, it, it I think it gives them some sort of satisfaction that no matter where the person is in the world no matter what they are I can relate with them in some way which is incredible yeah but I don't know. I, I have no idea. But it's You actually have a scarf company. I do. Although I went on your site and everything's sold out, girl. I know, What's I know. What's going on? Uh, I, <laughs> it's been sold out for quite a while now. Um, it's just a lot of work. Yeah. So I'm st- I'm going to restock very soon. And I just didn't anticipate it to be as successful as it was. Yeah. And I distribute in London, in New York City, and Toronto. 
and it just was overwhelming my i make it sound fancy it's my sister's in charge of those locations but um no it's just incredibly incredibly amazing and it's been doing so well that i didn't anticipate it to do that well so we're currently dyeing more scarves and getting them sewn and shipped in i feel like we got kind of off track of the question about what advice would you give to youths who are maybe starting to use the internet because there's like Mm -hmm. 11 year olds 12 year olds who are starting youtube channels and stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know do you think people need to be careful about what they're posting do you think just it's a free-for-all and that you know the way of life is just like more is more no i think i think they should be careful because the free-for-all can get out of control Mm mm-hmm and when you are careful you know what I mean you can't you know you don't want to offend other people yeah you still want to do what you want and enjoy it but you don't want to create an environment where it becomes very hostile yes exactly do you find that you're able to set boundaries easily between your work and your personal life yes and no because my my work is is my personal life like my yeah. lifestyle vlogs and things like that I do introduce you to my family and I bring you in my home and I show you how I do things so the personal personal things yes but I try to keep it as authentic and genuine as I could. And I can't do that without showing you private parts of my life that I'm comfortable with. Do you like switch off at 6 p.m.? Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. I'm like in bed at like 11 on my phone on Instagram swiping and liking and Amr's just like, put the phone away. (laughs) (laughs) It's an addiction. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) So what is like the dream for you? Do you want to carry on doing YouTube forever? Or like, do you have any long-term goals? I'm always so interested because... So many of us have been doing this for a while and it's like, what is next? Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to introduce my little baby into, I was going to say the gender. Oh no, you got to crop that out because you didn't say, you said my little baby. (laughs) Okay, good. But um, no, I'm I'm really excited to start a new venture in my blog and and be a mom and like experience that I have no idea what I'm doing. So just like creating content that's like for everyone and everybody kind of goes through that in one way or another. So yeah, just creating a family vlog um bringing hubby on board to help me and just documenting my life and having something to look back at i think it's incredible are you scared of all the people being like you shouldn't give your baby this and you're doing that wrong and you're holding that baby like i personally if i had kids i couldn't i couldn't show anything because it's I literally, the, the comments I get about my dog, like, you what? shouldn't have that kind of collar on him. And blah, blah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine if it was your kid. Aren't you afraid of all that? Like, you know what? The millennial advice I've been getting <laughs> from people our age having kids is don't let anyone tell you how to be a mom. Like, mm-hmm. you you know what's best for your kid. And okay. if you practice that, especially with being on social media, they'll yeah. always have something to say. I know. They already do with my pregnancy. Like, I posted, like, a vegetarian sushi roll. They're like, you can't eat that. Oh, my And I'm gosh. like, it's it's vegetarian. Yeah. But thanks. Relax. It's, it's just a lot, I yeah, get. it is. Like, if I read the comments of, like, a family vlog, it is, it is like, just straight up, like, hostile in that, those yeah. comment sections. I feel like some people get it worse than others, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should see her face. <laughs> Oh, I just cannot. I'm so far away from having a little bambino or bambina. I'll bring you a little swaddle so you can carry mine around. I've only held one baby. (gasps) Really? Yeah, I'm like not super like, I like babies. I know you're a little, you you don't know what to do. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) That's so normal. But actually, every, speaking of psychics, every psychic I've seen said I'm going to have four boys. (gasps) What? Yeah. That's exciting. Well, I, that seems very intense, but, um, yeah. Four boys. I, I see it. I'm actually, a, I can be a very maternal, loving person. 
it's just with bait with animals with dogs but like with babies i'm like i don't know what to do yeah no i totally see four boys actually what yeah I, you're very maternal i think it's because of reggie it's for real <laughs> people don't know the what i do for this dog <laughs> like i literally home cook his meals oh what his special meals i walk him four times a day i cover him up with blankets he's got three beds in here <gasps> but he's so majestic just look at him he's gonna be he's 12 and a half years old oh wow i know i know so are you gonna have a baby room and everything like that yeah i'm turning my office into a baby room okay so it's gonna be like a beauty room slash baby yeah. room and then obviously our bedroom is a little bigger so yeah we'll have some baby things in there are you gonna like take time off work and stuff or how does this work when you're so hubby's actually taking time off yeah. for me yeah and i work at home so exactly i can just work while i'm breastfeeding right <laughs> how much time is he gonna take off um so he said he can take off six months okay amazing. um since i'm not taking off six, six months because i'll be working throughout but technically because my hours are quite flexible yeah um which is good because you'll see more of him oh which people love, I love him. do people love him? oh they love him <laughs> and he loves it too he says he's like a little shy but as soon as the camera's on he, <laughs> he's right in frame smiling in the background like you're perfectly in position for it aren't you yeah. he's so prepared He's really awesome. We wanted to talk about the bath situation. Yes. How do you take a bath? How do I take a bath? Yeah. So guys, for all of you listening, I was telling Manal that I am renovating my apartment right now, which you might have heard some rustling in the background because the wallpaper is going in. But um, I haven't had a bath in 15 days. Okay. This is very intense. Is that? Yes. I'm a shower girl, so I don't know how this works. Well, I shower every day, <laughs> okay. but it's just not the same for me. I normally will have a bath at least three times a week at night. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so what do you do? So you set the bath. You get in that bathtub. Okay. You put those Epsom salts in. Okay. You put some aromatherapy associates oil in there. Mm -hmm. You light a stick of incense. You watch Riverdale. <laughs> and you get in that tub and you let all your problems melt away. <laughs> And then do you come out or do you shower after? Then I come out and I might have like a little rinse off. Okay. And then I put a little a body oil on or a moisturizer and I literally love it. So I can't even talk about it. I'm so upset. Oh, <laughs> like I'm really so sorry. Thing, but <laughs> I'm really excited. Well, the bathtub I'm going to get is like a little extra. Ooh, you deserve it. I feel like okay. if you spend three times a week in a bathtub, it better be like the most bougie bathtub. I know. Well, they say they sp you spend the most time in your shoes and in your bed. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's my shoes, my bed, and my bathtub. Yeah. So I got a really bougie bed. Yeah. I love this bed. <laughs> it's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Although someone was saying like, please let us know if it's like sturdy. Yes. Because like it is like made of like bamboo or something. But bamboo is really strong. It's strong, but it's like update it's rickety is it it's rickety no and i mean maybe i'm just getting up to some wild stuff but it just seems like it's let's let's practice <laughs> <laughs> let's figure this out <laughs> um so yeah i don't know if i need to like screw the headboard to the wall or mm. what because you're you on. might need some reinforcements <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's or else your saying. your neighbors will know your everything about exactly. your life yeah <laughs> so i think on that note i will wrap it up it was such a pleasure having you on the show oh thank you for having me I this is so chill your aura is amazing same i'm really excited to see your baby journey yes and i'm excited for you to hold the baby the baby. swaddle the, the baby yep. <laughs> the, the baby we don't 
know if it's a boy or girl yet. You'll find out soon, soon. Okay, so where can people follow you and your journey? So I, I post on YouTube once a week, and I'll be posting some mommy vlogs. If you guys are moms-to-be or just interested in lifestyle vlogs, lifestyle content, uh, check me out. It's Chinute. Uh, I guess you just type in Chinute on YouTube. And then on Instagram, it's the same thing. And um, in case you don't know how to spell it, it's C-H-I. N-U-T-A-Y. What is Chinute? It's a childhood nickname. Oh, that's right. I think you um, And then I kind of made it my brand. Yeah. And now it's weird when my family calls me Chinute because I'm like, yeah. stop cringe, you know? No, that's like when, because like my grandma called me Essie, which was my first username on um, YouTube. And I, I just, whenever she calls me Essie, I'm like, oh, it doesn't feel the same anymore. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, I don't go by that anymore. All right. Well, thank you again, Manel. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to hang out with you now. Yay! Although I don't have much time. I have to go to my Reiki session. I'm really curious to see how that goes. <laughs> Keep me posted.